Thank you for downloading episode 58 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. And to all of you who support the show, want to know another way that you can help us out? You can go to iTunes and rate and review this very program that you're about to listen to and all the ones you've heard before. It helps us find new listeners. Uh, if you're not an iTunes listener, you can just share a link to this podcast on MaximumFun.org or whatever podcasting system you use to your friends. Let people know about the show so we can build on the community of all the people who yell at us and critique us for every single decision we make. We love it. And speaking of decisions, here's the one from episode 58 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Serial Mascot. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the 2016 We Got This Mascot Madness. That's right. We've got the top 16 serial mascots duking it out here for supremacy. I'm Mark Gagliardi. And I'm Hal Lovelin. And today's topic is brought to you by Richard Lynch from the We Got This Facebook wall. That's Richard Lynch. For all of your serial mascot suggesting needs, look no further than Richard Lynch. Now, the way this tournament will work is each mascot is seeded one through four. There are four brackets, and uh, the one seeds play the four seeds. The two seeds play the three seeds, just to keep things fair. And, uh, boy, we've got quite a lineup, so uh, should we get started, Hal? But before we do, I'm sorry to break the bit, Mark, but I have a question here. I'm looking at the What's bracket. your question, Hal? You keep it going. I, <laughs> I love this bracket, but one thing I've noticed that we should talk yeah. about is the fact I'll drop the I'll drop the bit too. Fair enough. Not that I didn't think it was going swimmingly. There are a couple of of characters that did it was going great. Mark, you crushed it. Um there are it's all I ask. <laughs> do you watch do you love uh, college sports? I mean, you love college football, but it's March Madness. I love college football. I'm not a college basketball fan until like the Sweet 16 every year. So I'm a college basketball fan for like 2 weeks a year. Fair enough. Okay. So yeah. um there are a couple of notable absences here. Uh, and I think. Oh, okay. Now, uh, should I tell you how I came up with this bracket? That's what I wanted to ask because I noticed one thing I, that I'm guessing, and tell me if I'm right, is that you mm -hmm. removed characters that were licensed characters. So there's no Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble on here. That is correct. I took off any character that when you think of that character, you don't immediately think of the serial they're attached to. When I think of Fred and Barney, I think of the Flintstones cartoon. I don't think of Fruity Pebbles. You don't think about Fred Flintstone rapping? I'm Fred Flintstone. I'm here to say I love Fruity I Pebbles. I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. <laughs> I'm doing rap music, Barney. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, yeah, so I eliminated all of those. If that is amenable to you. Yes, I, I agree 100%. Or are you amenable to that? How does that phrase go? It's about either way. I agree. It is both amenable to me and I am amenable to it. We, we get along Perfect. just fine on it. Great. Um, so yeah, so I took, uh, I, I got the top 16 off of, there's a, as we, uh, frequently use on this program, Wikipedia has a, uh, a list of, <laughs> All of the mascot, all of the different serial mascots, 
uh, from all of the major brands. And basically, I just went through that list and picked the top 16 that I had heard of. So the the selection <laughs> process was a little bit arbitrary. Do, do you but not- I think we, the only ones the only ones that uh, I eliminated were <laughs> what? Do you not know a lot of cereal? Are you not a big cereal guy? No, I know a lot of cereal mascots. I just wanted to make sure I was thorough because I didn't want to seed this. I took this seriously, Hal. I understand. I didn't want to seed this and make a major omission. Well, I I did notice one omission. Let, What's let's that? say that that the ground rule for this is that they've appeared on the box. Okay, let's assume. Are you gonna tell? Are you gonna give me some Star Wars character? No, 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 no. Because those are I, the C three POs, which was a real cereal sure. that I had in my house. Was very excited to eat in nineteen eighty three. Um, mm-hmm. The box is still there, I bet. I'm sure Empty, of course. I have to go break into my old house and see if I can find it somewhere. Is it still behind that false panel I set up? Um, <laughs> no, uh, Mikey from from Life. He was on the box. Not, not only as a child, but later on, they thought he was dead. There was like a rumor going around that Mikey uh-huh. was dead. So they put him back on the box as an adult with a bunch of other adults, and you had to pick him out. Like it, they made a game out of it. But I assume that because he is a living person and not – a cartoon animal that uh yeah i list. you or know i hadn't thought about i thought about i hadn't thought about adding him to this list okay but there are certainly some number 4 seeds that i would eliminate and put mikey in there i i think that he is not going to make it that far i think i think i'm looking at this list and and i will mm-hmm. post this bracket online so people can see it even the, the the number 4s make a lot of sense it makes sense everybody who is there so, I, like, I wouldn't replace him. The other one I could think of was uh, Quake and Quisp, which is um, which is they were old like Quaker like alien people. I, they, I wouldn't include them in this list either. I just wanted to say that they that that to acknowledge them. And then okay, the the third for me would be the the puppet, the crispy critters puppet, which. I don't remember the Crispy Critters puppet either. That's because you probably don't. Like, I really only remember the commercial. I never had the cereal. I don't know if anybody Mm -hmm. did. It probably had, like, arsenic in it or something, and they they never (laughs) sent it to stores. But he was like a Humphrey Bogart type. He would the Crispy Critters, that fun, wholesome bunch. It was a low- Oh, my God. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know what? He didn't, he didn't stick in my brain that well, I guess. So exactly. Uh, and the real star is an imperfect science. Yeah. I t- I'll tell you the ones that I did eliminate, please. um, because there were others that I thought were more deserving. Uh, and I had to break up a group to do it and I broke them up in the seating as well. <laughs> um, and that is the, uh, the General Mills monster cereals. Sure. Uh, count everybody knows count chocula. Uh, Booberry and Frankenberry. Yes. People forget about Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute? Is that the werewolf? Yeah. That is the werewolf, Fruit Brute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I was like, screw you, Fruit Brute and Yummy Mummy. You two are gone. Get to stepping. I don't even know what their cereal was. I think you made the right choice. I think it was just just powdered sugar in a wax bag. <laughs> it was stapled on the inside of like some booberry. Oh, you made me hiccup laugh. <laughs> All right. Shall we? I don't wanna I don't wanna go through and say what everything is. No. I'd like to just go battle by battle. Okay. Uh, now okay. do you have these in regions? Because I see you have one through four seeds for each yes. bracket. All right, so take, take me through. Here we go. So should I should I name each of these regions? Yeah, let's go with the first region. Okay, what do we call this? Oh, I thought you had a name. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no no no! I was I didn't have a name for it. Uh, let are we going north, south, east, west? Yeah, let's let's That's... start with north. All right. Well, north, be north, south, then east, then west. Great. If you, if you want to mark it down at home for your pools. So, uh, north, uh, the north division. The first game in north is Lucky the Leprechaun versus Cookie Crisp. Now, Cookie Crisp, I'm going for, this is Team Cookie Crisp. That includes all of the Cookie Crisp characters because they, uh, they got rid of Cookie Cop and Cookie Crook, who used to, the cop used to chase the crook around as he was stealing the Cookie Crisp. Right. Uh, and they replaced that, uh, and he had a dog named Chip. Of course, he had a dog named oh, Chip. Chip is the name of the dog. Yeah. I did not know the names of these characters. They got rid of uh, the crook and the cop. Chip became a werewolf, and now he is uh, Chip the Wolf. <laughs> Clearly, this is a four seed going up against Lucky the Leprechaun, an iconic character. Well, I, I have to say, it is kind of cool that the dog... Chip became a full on like werewolf, like not only became like feral, but (laughs) went back to the wild. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened to Cookie Cop and Cookie Crook. They were both eaten Uh by Chip when he's transformed into that monster that's on the box. Yeah. That full moon happened and suddenly that box just burst out of the pantry. Yeah. Now, now is there a problem? (laughs) Are we, are we going to, can we just at least admit, let's say it this way, that Lucky Mm -hmm. is, while he is an entertaining character and has lasted a very long time, that there is something incredibly offensive about the fact that he's just like a brogy leprechaun. Oh, sure. Uh, at least they didn't put a beer in his hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right. So, uh, oh, by the way, I think that the only reason they made Chip into a wolf mm-hmm. was once they got rid of Cookie Crook and Cookie Cop. Cookie Crook used to always say, Cookie Crisp. Okay. Which sounds a little bit like a wolf howl. So now they've turned that into uh, Chip the Wolf. Boy, after all those years, they decided that that, that phrase needed motivation. <laughs> Is that what the problem yeah. was? Yeah, I guess right. so. Well, uh, well done, General Mills. Uh, this is yeah. actually a General Mills face-off right here. Oh yeah, fact, it really it is. All of these are General Mills. This is the this oh. is the General Mills bracket. All right, General. Well, there's a lot of General Mills everywhere. That's because they make uh, crispy sugar for your teeth, and I love them <laughs> so much. Thank you, General Mills. Uh, so I should point out that the uh, the order of these once the seating was determined, the order was randomized. Okay. Fair um, enough. By Price Waterhouse Coopers. Uh, so our second battle in, uh, in the North, uh, also known as, uh, the General Mills bracket. Second battle in the North is Buzz B from Honey Nut Cheerios mm-hmm. versus Boo Berry. Yes. From the General Mills Monster Series. Um, um, th- th- this is, and this is a number two seed versus a number three seed. Can, can I point something out? Mm-hmm. I know Sugar Bear slash Honey Bear is at a different seed or a uh-huh. different, different bracket. A region altogether, but don't you uh-huh. think when you look at the sleepy eyes that he has and Booberry has that Booberry is the future where Sugar Bear has died, and when he <laughs> dies, he becomes he dons a straw hat and a bow tie and becomes the dandy Booberry. But he's like a he's like a dandy Bootsy Collins kind of vibe to him. Sugar Bear had. We'll get to Sugar Bear. I love Sugar Bear. Sure, 
Sugar Bear may be a come-from-behind victory. <laughs> but I, I have to say uh, here. But Boo Berry, yeah, Boo Berry is just – he's just a dapper ghost. I don't remember Boo Berry terribly well. To be honest, the only reason I put him in here is because I lumped him in with the monster ones. And yeah. those all got a, C, a three – or he and uh, he and um, Frankenberry got a three seed. Yeah. Well, uh, no, it would it would be insane not to include him. But right. I, you also have Busby in here. I assume what we're going to do is take this region and we're going to determine the two winners and then we'll, then we'll move on to the next. Is that, is that, is that your plan? Uh, yeah, this is round one. Okay. So round one, I, I, I'd say, I mean, it's not even close. The Honey of Cheerios be who I consider to be the Willie Loman of cereal. <laughs> Definitely moves forward. Doesn't he, didn't he always seem like depressed and like people are hitting him and knocking him around? Like he comes home and oh, it was a tough day at the bowl, honey. I had him. I had him. I could have sold him on the strawberries. Like, and then they put me in that glass jar again. Yeah, exactly. That's- and then he started rapping for a while. Do you remember we had a rap career? I don't remember that. Yeah. The Honey Nut Cheerios B, Busby, which I did not know was his name. I hope you don't pronounce it Busby, which would be really, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. written as two words, but you know. I think Busby. I like B is his last name, clearly. His name is yeah. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz Herman B. He doesn't use his middle name, though. Uh, all right. So coming out of the North, uh, the championship in the North division will be between Lucky, the Leprechaun, and Buzz B. Uh, that is the first round in the North. Let's move on to the South. Yeah. Can I go back into doing that voice just a little bit when I, I move on to big brackets? Is that okay? Yeah. Let me just say, though, I agree with you. I think Lucky beats Cookie Crisp. Even though, even though it has a very cool kind of twilight vibe to it. Um, and then Busby trounces Booberry and, and busts him. I bet you he ghost busts him with a proton pack. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Puts him in that little, puts him in that little thing and then drops him out down the, the chute that William Atherton does not want you to shut or wants you to shut down. That's right. The Let me say that again. Go ahead. It is William Atherton, right? Yes. Yeah, so we're putting Booberry in uh in that chute and uh putting it into the wall where the rest of them are stored and William Atherton's going to ask us to shut the thing down but we can't do that. That's right. All right. Moving on. That was long-winded. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Uh moving on to the south. Two major major games going on in the south today. Uh this will determine who will play for the championship of this region. The first of the games, uh it is 3 on 1 this first game, which may make it a little bit uh a little bit one-sided, but this is Snap Crackle and Pop versus Cornelius Rooster. The rooster on the front of the uh corn- Kellogg's Cornflakes box. Can we can we take these one by one and just and just determine the winner and then move on to the next match? Is that okay for the for this first round in this region? Because I have a thought on what, this. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, I want to say who I think should win between Snap Crackle and Pop and Cornelius Rooster, and then we'll move on to the next one if you agree. Yeah. Okay. That's what we've been doing all along, isn't okay. it? Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. I guess I I guess I don't <laughs> know. Uh, I don't hey, Hal. You know what we should do? <laughs> what? We should start doing a podcast. Uh, sounds like a lot of work. Um, yeah. So not for me. That's true. <laughs> I I feel like I have to separate here the mascot from the cereal because I I like cornflakes more than Rice Krispies. I get that they make noise, ha beautiful, brilliant. Mm-hmm. But Snap Crackle and Pop are way better than basically a two dimensional rooster. Who? Yeah, looks the like rooster is dead. like it is. 
It's flat and two colored. Yeah, it looks like it looks like Judge Doom after that steamroller went over him. Like, <laughs> yeah, you are you. You know what you are? You're a Gutenberg printing press cartoon. Exactly, is I'll, what you are, Cornelius Rooster. And I know Cornelius, didn't they have him like out and doing stuff for a while? Yes, though? I think he's been a real rooster or represented by a real rooster. I know he's been animated before, but too little, too late. It's hard to beat the the flying V of Snap Crackle and Pop. All right, so Snap, Crackle, and Pop are moving on. Yes. Okay, and uh, now our next matchup in the South region uh, is is a good one. Oh, this is a good one. This is between two roughly the similarly sized animals, I would believe. If we were going to do this by, you know, who would win in a fight. Right. Uh, we're talking about Trix Rabbit versus Sonny the Cuckoo. Yeah, these are the two junkies. Yeah, the t- we we really I didn't mean to seed the junkies together, but they're, there they are. They're coke addicts. But uh, here, yeah. so, so here's the real question: is which is worse? <laughs> I think this comes down to who is a bigger danger to children. Is it? Yeah. What is it? The guy who doesn't have any and really needs some, or the guy who is on it? Right. I mean, sh- the tricks rabbit is just constantly trying to deceive kids. He also has like a he's miserable. He never gets tricks. He's never allowed. I, maybe he got them once. Is that right? It really is a uh, it really is a, a, a sad story. I don't think he ever got them. Maybe in like a Christmas one. Yeah, it's like a forbidden love. Like he can't. It, tricks are for kids. They're not for you. So so we don't want your kind here. This is a weak character. Look at me blaming him. That's terrible. <laughs> Maybe the problem is uh, the reason why they won't give the tricks rabbit his tricks is because he'll turn into Sonny the Cuckoo, who goes insane. When he has like a spoonful of Cocoa Puffs, which every child does because, again, it's just chocolate. Yeah. This is – I think Sonny the Cuckoo for me is is cereal realism. Just <laughs> heightened. It is – it's the actual effect of the cereal. but And not like – everybody knows that spinach isn't going to make your arms bigger, Popeye. Like, you know, like stop trying to teach kids – good eating habits you know if you eat a spoonful of this chocolate hershey syrup of a dessert breakfast you're going to be bouncing off the walls i like it when he would wreak havoc in places that he's not supposed to be wreaking havoc <laughs> like uh, like uh the senate yeah was it there was one in the like the senate or a courtroom there was one yeah first of all who's letting this bird into a library that seems like a big <laughs> mistake and a health hazard Second of all, um, don't give the bird chocolate cereal, you fools. So who do we like in this? Do we like the rabbit who never gets his fix? Which it's really a sad story. It is. It's just kids. It's just kids being jerks to a rabbit. So do we give it to the tricks rabbit out of pity? Uh, because I think the superior, uh, the superior mascot in this just for showing the truth of what cereal is, is Sonny the Cuckoo. I, I agree with that, but I have to say, as somebody who was picked on as a child and adult, mm-hmm. that I want nothing more than to see the Trix Rabbit smack those kids in the face and eat all of their cereal and then take their <laughs> money and push them down a flight of stairs. So I would go with the Trix Rabbit for this one. Um. Okay. Uh, well, one thing we haven't weighed is their catchphrases. Uh, one of the catchphrases 
Sonny the Cuckoo. I'm Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yes. And the Tricks Rabbit's catchphrase really is not said by him. It's said by the children. Yeah. Silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Boy, they really are mean to him. Right. But he's really clever about trying to – he's constantly trying to fool them. Yeah. If memory serves. He, he doesn't stop. He's got an indomitable spirit. So you know what? That indomitable spirit – and because you were picked on as a kid, uh, I'm giving <laughs> you this to you arbitrarily. Fair enough. The Tricks Rabbit. Moves all right. on. Let's let's blow so, through the rest of these round one matchups. All right. So uh, our next round one matchup, we are going to the East. Yeah. Oh, we've got a good one in the East. We have got teammates battling it out against each other. That's coming up in a second. But first, we have this should be no contest. Tony the Tiger versus Diggum Frog. Oh yeah, there's no question. I, I love. Uh, for those who don't yeah. know who Diggum Frog is, <laughs> the fact that you have to say that. Uh, Diggum Frog is Honey Smacks, and he was like a. Isn't he a frog that sounds like Doctor John? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he, which is, I mean, which is a kind of awesome character. That hey, uh, why don't we make a frog that sounds like Doctor John? <laughs> who knew that later on Princess and the Frog would take place in New Orleans? And yeah, they, they were ahead of their time. Yeah, he was prescient. As a character. And they gave – he had like a baseball cap and like funky sneakers in the mid-80s. He's a well-dressed frog. He's very cool. I'm pretty sure I remember him either getting or giving high fives. But like slap some skin, (laughs) not like after a game, like, hey, dig him. That's my memory of him. Like he's smooth as as a cool handshake. But – Now that said – Tony the Tiger. He's going against Tony the Tiger. You can't beat Tony the Tiger if you're a Tony the Tiger can do anything. Yeah. That's Um, easy. Cakewalk. All right. Cakewalk. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Uh, All right. I shouldn't even have to write that down. I should just know that. Uh, All right. (laughs) Now, this is the battle. This is is a battle. And I feel like I know who's going to come out on top in this one. But – and I feel like we also already – when we uh, when we had our guests from Mystery Science Theater 3000, I think we already took care of this one in a way. Absolutely. This is a number two seed versus a number three seed. Count Chocula versus Frankenberry. It's well-established, Mark, that Vampire and Dracula beats uh, ma- Man-Made Monster and Frankenstein. So we can just move on from this one. Agreed? Well, in our episode, didn't we didn't we determine that that – Frankenstein was the superior universal movie monster? You know, I did not remember that. For some reason, I thought it was Dracula. <laughs> my, uh, my memory oh, was was that it was Dracula. But uh, – Oh, I don't listen to the show. Certainly, I could be wrong. You just assume it's always the one that you want it to be. Yeah. You know what? You're right. It is Frankenstein. So um, that said, Count Chocula, I think, wins this. Yeah, Count Chocula is better. In the serial world, it gets reversed. Everybody knows uh, Count Chocula. <laughs> Fewer people know Frankenberry. That's true. Like hipsters, hipsters buy Frankenberry to put in their pantry because it's like the cool underground one. Like everybody knows Count Chocula. You're not like you're not going to impress anybody having Count Chocula, but like you know Frankenberry. But it's because it's the inferior one. Yes, absolutely. So that was the East. Moving on now to the West, two more great matchups for you. Our final battles of the, uh, of the first round of the tournament. Are you ready, Hal? Let's do it. The first matchup. This is also going to be, I believe, no contest. Cap'n Crunch, C-A-P apostrophe N Crunch. Yes. Versus 
Sonny the Sun, who has two scoops and scoops raisins into your cereal box. Can I just say how creepy it is to think that our son, <laughs> number one, has arms and number two is using those arms to to put food in our food? Like taint. <laughs> I like raisins just fine. I love raisin bran, but essentially that could be anything. You could be putting crushed up pills in there. Could be putting uh, broken glass. Uh, just I mean, mercury. at the very least, he's just kind of passive aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Like, you wake up, you go into your kitchen. There he is outside. Oh, good morning. You know, you're pretty good at making breakfast, <laughs> but you're not great at uh, making breakfast. What an a hole! Oh, that smug smile he has. Uh. That face on that sun, the way he looks. And when they put the sunglasses on him, you don't need sunglasses. You are the sun. Yeah, exactly. What are you? You're the cause of it. Yeah. Like only if you're looking in a mirror, then I guess it would be okay. Ugh. Captain Crunch wins. I'm sorry. Captain Crunch. Captain, please. Okay. And, uh, our final battle to that one that we mentioned before versus another that we hadn't mentioned yet, but is a very, very popular one. This final battle is between Sugar Bear and Toucan Sam. All right. I, I think this is a clear-cut one, too, and I will tell you why. Okay. Let's see what you think. I think Sugar Bear is super cool. He's, like, the coolest. You want to hang out with Sugar Bear. Yeah, he's groovy, man. He's Sugar Bear. Yeah, you want to hang out with cool people. Was it, was it, like, was it like half Bootsy Collins, half Dean Martin? I remember him being, like, a Dean Martin Bing Crosby type. That's why, to me, he is the alive version of Booberry. Like... <laughs> uh, Ken Plume recently pointed out to me that Casper, the friendly ghost, was once a dead child, like a child. It's like a dead child <laughs> that wanders the earth. Yeah. So I think that Booberry is, is a dead sugar bear. I still maintain that. It's true. But right. how much cooler is it to be with a bird that can find cereal for you? Because that's what Toucan Sam does. Ooh, he locates yeah. Fruit Loops, which are delicious. He's a diviner. He is a... He is a uh, Saturday morning diviner. Yeah, exactly. He'll just follow his nose and always see so just follow this bird and he magically takes you to Fruit Loops. <laughs> Nothing better. All right. So it looks like and, if we're going with Toucan Sam on wait, that, which I'm happy to do. Yeah. Didn't Sugar Bear punch people? <laughs> didn't have the crunch with punch and he would hit somebody? Yes, I think so. Very For a while. Violent. They probably toned that down. Yeah. This is very violent. I We have to go with the... The diviner of fruit, fruit flavored cereals. All right. Eight teams gone. Eight teams remain. Before we take a break, let's take a look at how things stand right now. In the North, playing for the Northern Division Championship, it's Lucky the Leprechaun versus Buzz B from Honey Nut Cheerios. In the South, it's Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Three on one versus the Trix Rabbit for the South title. In the East, the championship will be fought by Tony the Tiger, and Count Chocula. One of them will be the champion in the East and all the way out in the West. We're looking for a new champion. Is it going to be Cap'n Crunch or Toucan Sam? Who are going to be your divisional champions? Who are going to face off for the title of Ultimate Serial Mascot? Find out after these messages from Max Fun. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm Aaron Gibson. And we host the Throwing Shade Podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get married by the time we're 30, we're going to do that to each other. No, that's true, although we have each been divorced three times. 
Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Ross. Hi, Carrie. What do you think is creepier? Okay. You jump into a swimming pool. All of a sudden, the water goes away, and instead of water, there is the bones of your dead ancestors or Mm -hmm. our show. That's pretty tough because we visited a live exorcism. We joined the Ordo Templi Orientis where we had to worship a naked lady. Oh, and we joined that Tony Alamo cult. Dope. They were scary. Super creepy. We joined the Ethere Society. We tried penis enlargement, or at least oh, I did. Oh boy, I tried breast enlargement. We have basically done every creepy, weird, fringe thing except for thousands more, which we will get to if you listen to our show. I'd still say the swimming pool with my ancestors' bones. Well, then I don't even know if people should listen. I guess they shouldn't. But if you want to... Two were at maximum fun, and the show's called Ono Ross and Carrie. And we're back with exciting round two action as we check in on all our brackets and move even closer to our final four. Mark? That's right. We've got eight teams, our elite eight, trademark. And uh, we're going to take a look right now at some of these championship <laughs> battles. All right. Um, they're super litigious, so we probably shouldn't do any of this episode. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, yeah. We got this. <laughs> yeah. For how love, Lynn, I'm all right. Uh, all right. So let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at the North Championship. Lucky the Leprechaun versus Buzz B. What are you feeling here, Mark? Uh, I'm feeling what you mentioned earlier uh, about this leprechaun, uh, about this leprechaun being vaguely racist. Yeah. Uh, he is a he is a pint away from an old political cartoon. Yeah. Basically, he was an extra in Gangs of New York who got a nicer <laughs> suit. And he also he also doesn't do much aside from a little bit of goleming. <laughs> Please explain that. Well, he's like, he's got his precious and he sort of, you know, hoards it away from the children who are trying to get it from him. And he's constantly being chased by people who want his stuff, his precious, and he's holding on to it and maybe losing his mind in the process. That's a, that's, we a, don't know. A decent analysis. Can you name all of the marshmallow shapes in order? Uh, oh gosh, I used to be able to. All I remember is, and purple horseshoes oh, uh, is all I remember now. Uh, there's all right. Let's see. There's yellow stars, mm-hmm. red hearts, mm-hmm. blue diamonds, mm-hmm. green clovers. Ah, yes. Um, I know. Isn't there a moon? Did I say moons already? There. They added a purple moon when I was a like late kid. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember what. Uh, I don't. I never really. I didn't. I, that was hashtag not my moon. <laughs> Burning up the social media. Uh, yeah. Discourse. Of 1989. Of 1989. All right. So, so are you saying, and, and I, if you are, I'm on board with this, that we should eliminate, uh, Lucky and that Buzz B I think moves that, on to the final four? I think that Buzz B needs to move on to the final four because Buzz B is a more well-rounded character. We've seen him take the lead role as protagonist. Rather than goal in his commercials. And he's been a, uh, he's been a, an exceptional protagonist over the years. Um, whereas Lucky has been an excellent, an excellent goal and foiler of children. But I think the more noble in this would be to go with the protagonist and literally go with the little guy. Yes. And he's the, he is the healthiest. Uh, well, not quite because. Uh, we have because of our next matchup. So right now, 
the healthiest of the serial mascots to advance to the final four. And the first to advance is Buzz B. But up next, we have uh, yeah. Snap, Tricks, Crackle, and Pop. Which is super good for you. Yes. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Snap, Crackle, and Pop versus the Tricks Rabbit. Right. Who represents what looks like a bowl of Skittles? <laughs> like a cereal bowl full of Skittles. Oh, you know what? You know what the you know what the like they always have that enlarged spoon image. Yes. Uh, you know what that the spoon looks like on a tricks box? It looks like a silver spoon full of Elmer's glue and a handful of Skittles. It's like the the cocaine spoon from uh, Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is the tricks rabbit versus Snap Crackle and Pop. So let's talk about Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Okay. Um, the Snap, Crackle, and Pop are, they are iconic and onomatopoetic, as you pointed out. Yes. Um, they are also a strange mix. They are, uh, the, the three characters. Snap is a chef. Crackle is a tomta or a, uh, a niece or a tomta niece, which is, a Swedish mythological figure associated with Christmas and the winter solstice. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and Pop is a drum major. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know why these three are together. Aside, aside from making us delicious Rice Krispies, like, I don't know what those three functions are in the process of creating Rice Krispies. No, I think they represent maybe the noises they make in some way, but uh, to me, like, they, they just exist and they're kind of around. They, they're, they, I remember them being somewhat annoying when I was a kid, whereas the Tricks Rabbit, I was on his side every time. <laughs> do you, do you agree? Um, I was never annoyed by Snap, Crackle, and Pop. I find them fascinating, but I am happy to, uh, I'm happy to move the Tricks Rabbit on to the final four. Uh, again, if only because you were picked on a uh, I'm not even playing that. I'm telling you what I liked about the Tricks Rabbit. <laughs> Don't even try. What, that you, that you identified with the other kids giving him crap? You're like reverse manipulating me right now. I will not. No, I'm not. For it. <laughs> Hal, I love you. I'm going with the Tricks Rabbit because I think that everybody's not trying to manipulate you all the time. <laughs> they are. Um, I swear they are. No, uh, no, no. No, no, no. We'll go with the Tricks Rabbit, Hal. Oh, thank good. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, I think that that's a, uh, I think that's a fair choice. Yeah. Uh, versus snap, crackle, and pop because I really like the tricks rabbit. You know the, what the pattern of those commercials is. All I really know about snap, crackle, and pop is their image on the box, which based on their costumes raises more questions than answers. <laughs> so, so that said, are you comfortable saying that the champion of the North is Buzz B and the champion of the South is the Trix Rabbit? Sounds right to me. Great. So that is North and South. Uh, let's move on to East and West. Uh, in the East, the championship for the East Division. We are looking at Tony the Tiger versus Count Chocula. Now, do we do, do we do vampire versus tiger or do we what we do what we have seen of them? 
in commercials. It is going to be tough. I mean, Tony the Tiger is the New England Patriots of this whole bracket system here. Except, except I like, uh, Tony the Tiger. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a juggernaut. Tony the Tiger is, Count Chocula is great. Count Chocula is part of a wonderful team. I don't know that I've ever eaten the cereal Count Chocula. The only thing I really know about Count Chocula is that I was once impressed by Count Chocula cosplay at a Comic-Con. <laughs> you don't see a lot of people dressed as Tony the Tiger unless they work for Kellogg's. Right. But Tony the Tiger can kick a soccer ball from across the field. Can uh, What else can – the soccer one is the one that keeps coming into my head. What I'm else can he do? Sure he can hit a home he's run. He's very athletic. Yeah. He's athletic. He's hit, he's hit home runs. He's thrown footballs. That sounds very unathletic the way I said that. <laughs> it sounds like you don't know what sports are. He throws footballs. <laughs> he hits a baseball. He skates a park. He can fly. He hockey skates. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Those commercials are all about like he's this incredible athlete who is fueled yeah. by a sugar cereal, which is brilliant because as a kid, you're like, oh, I need a good excuse to eat this sugary mess. I know. Yeah. I'll tell everybody. It'll make me better at T-ball. Yeah, I feel like the guys over at General Mills who make Cocoa Puffs and have Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, uh, they're doing the same thing that Tony the Tiger is doing, which is he eats uh, – the, the character eats the cereal and then something happens to him. Over at General Mills, he turns into this freakish, delirious meth head Mr. Hyde. And over on the Kellogg side, he turns into Superman. Yeah, it's the difference between – uh, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde formula and then Frosted Flakes are like the clear pills and limitless. They make you better and super focused. And, and uh. in that case, you, you kind of have to go with the super athlete over, uh, I mean, in this case, I, I know he's not going up against Sonny, but for me, he's like, is he becomes Superman when he eats his cereal? How brilliant is that? And, and yeah. also, don't you think, it's- don't you think, Mark, somewhere deep down, that Count Chocula wants to bite into your neck and suck your precious blood out <laughs> and kill and like kill you and then make either make you his Renfield or just devour you whole. And I, I bet he is. And I bet he wants to do it. That's why he wants to get you to eat this cereal. He wants to do it after you uh, right after you eat the cereal. So your blood is super delicious and chocolatey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's fattening. You also, up. I don't know how the digestive system works. <laughs> You're close enough. All right. So Tony the Tiger comes out on top in uh, that battle. It is official. The champion of the East Division, Tony the Tiger. Yay. Now, <laughs> uh, it's time for the West Division Championship. That is Cap'n Crunch versus Toucan Sam. Now, look, I know you mentioned earlier that a toucan has this sort of magic ability to find Fruit Loops. But Cap'n Crunch is a pirate captain. Or a ship captain. I don't know if he's a pirate. I don't know what kind of money he's taking. He looks like but he's what, military. But what he is guiding you toward is adventure. And what's more important to you, Hal? A bowl of cereal or an adventure? Well, a bowl of cereal, but I will tell you this. <laughs> I, I th- This is my only – and I don't have a problem with Captain Crunch. I love Captain Crunch. I like soggy mm. cereal. I know I'm weird. I like mushy like because the milk is all sugary and then the the cereal still tastes sugary, but it's just like – it's just brilliant. And his whole thing is he fights off the bits of milk that make your cereal. He fights right. off the soggies. And I, I also yeah. have a, a – in college, I went on our college radio station and did 
a shift of the afternoon show. Like uh, my friends, um, Jeff Summagy, who listens to our podcast, and I can't remember the his who his co-host was, but they they had me on as Captain Crunch. So I did like a half an hour on their radio show. Can we hear your Captain? Can we hear your Captain Crunch? Voice? Sure. It went a little something like this. I'm Captain Crunch, and I'm here to fight all of the Sharkies. So I did that for. For like, do you think that did you did you introduce yourself that way? Because I think when people see Captain Crunch, they know who he is and why he's there. Yes, but uh, that was all, oh well. Here's the thing: I played him as a Vietnam vet who had a ton of flashbacks. <laughs> Jeez. So um, I did three characters on that show. I did Captain Crunch, Sean Connery, and um, oh man, Randy the Macho Man Savage. Ooh, let's hear Sean Connery having. A bowl of Captain Crunch with Macho Man Randy Savage. The, the Sean Connery was terrible, by the way. I, I'm All just right. gonna put that out. I put that out right now. Uh, so let's have terrible Sean Connery, okay. which I guess makes him like evil Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, terrible. terrible Sean Connery, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage, and uh, eating a bowl of Captain Crunch. Okay. Uh, I'll do Captain Crunch serving the cereal first. How's that? Ooh. Okay. okay. Enjoy your bowls of Captain Crunch. Why, thank you, Captain. I'm so happy to be here eating lunch with my good friend, Randy the Macho Man Savage. Oh, yeah, Sean. We're eating this Captain Crunch all over the place. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Snap into it. Thank you. It's a little something like that. Yeah. It's okay. Please applaud. I appreciate it. Uh, all of this to say, Cap- Captain Crunch is near and dear to my heart, and I, I agree with you. Like he's a military, I think he's a military guy. I think the the Soggies were the pirates. That's I'm right. Not mistaken. All I remember, I look, I these things they fade from memory. <laughs> uh, mine, apparently, yeah. not yours. Uh, we apologize, Captain Crunch. Thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I have a special place in my heart for Captain Crunch. Sure. Maybe it's because I like Blue Man Group. And they have that Captain Crunch scene. They do? <laughs> oh, they have a great Captain Crunch scene. Anybody that ever saw Blue Man Group thought that was funny. So so we're saying that Captain Crunch moves on. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, unless you've got a compelling argument for why Toucan Sam should beat Captain Crunch. No, I look, Thank you for your service. Uh, yeah, thank you for your service, Captain Crunch. You're a hero to us all. Uh, no, I look, I love the fact that that there is a magical bird that can lead me to cereal, but also I like the idea that that the captain is patrolling the seas of milk, keeping your cereal <laughs> safe from the soggies, which how is he doing that? He's using military grade weapons and secrets. Okay? Yeah. So don't dig into it too much. That is classified and above your pay grade. Okay. Watch Serial Zeitgeist, all I'm saying. <laughs> Go online. Watch Serial Zeitgeist. Uh <laughs> All right. Hal, we are down to our final four. I'm very excited. We have Buzz. I almost said I almost said Buzz Lightyear because all I wrote was Buzz. <laughs> and when you work at Disneyland for 10 years, when you see the word Buzz, you assume that it means Buzz Lightyear. So I'm going to finish that word. I'm going to write Buzz B. Fair enough. Um All right. So, our final four Yes. And in the, and these are the, these are how the battles have come out. Okay. We have Buzz B versus the Trix Rabbit, two number two seeds, by the way. 
So of the North and South, the number one seed did not make it all the way through. Um, and in the East and West, we have Tony the Tiger, a number one seed, uh, going against Captain Crunch, another number one seed. So we've got two two seeds duking it out in the North and South, and we've got two uh, number one seeds duking it out in the uh, East and West divisions. What are we going to call this? We already had the division series. Would this be the conference? Yes. We're, well, we're in the final four right now. This is the final four. Final four. All right. First game of the final four, Buzz B versus the Trix Rabbit. I mean, two sad characters. I don't know. This may be where the Trix Rabbit uh falls out of my favor. Okay. Where I stop giving him passes. Because, I mean, Buzz B raps. That's... That's like, a good point. I mean, I know Fred Flintstone rapped terribly, and Busby has had so many different adventures. He's like Barbie. He's Whoa. they put him in every possible situation. Hold on. Fred Flintstone what? rapped wonderfully. He did all of the important things. He introduced himself and uh-huh. he, he explained why what he was here to why say. Why he was there? Yeah, he identified it like a real gentleman. My name is Fred. I'm Fred Flintstone and I'm here to say yeah. I love Fruity Pebbles great up until then. Yes. But in a major way, is not you're not giving specifics. You're right. You're right. It was you know they were they were uh, uh, crudely formed raps at best. <laughs> Certainly, the the best MC of the two would be Busby. Yeah, but it's not a battle over who's the best MC because Tricks the Tricks Rabbit. I don't think you've ever even did MC that, and that's who's battling right now. Yeah. And well, um, let's also point out that the the tricks the tricks rabbit schemes weren't exactly Ocean's Eleven. He got caught every single time. <laughs> sure, he would put on a fake mustache and try to do a magic show. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, uh, there's no way we can tell that that's a rabbit. We have no idea yeah. what a rabbit's face looks like. So it's it's also kind of his fault. Like, he never just goes, "Hey, guys." This has gone on long enough. Can I have some of that Captain Crunch? It would mean a lot to me. Things have been going well at home. <laughs> I don't, my sister and I haven't spoken in years. Why would it, why would the Tricks Rabbit be trying to get Captain Crunch from, wait, has he been trying to get Captain Crunch from him this whole time? Yeah, that's, that's the thing. He just wants, he just wants any cereal he can get. Um, look, I appreciate the plight that the Tricks Rabbit has been through. Yeah. But, his free ride in this tournament ends now. Sorry, Tricks Rabbit. We'll see you uh, later. Buzz B, you are moving on to the final two. A silly Rabbit, championship matches are for bees. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the final, uh, the final matchup here going into the, uh, the championship game. The last two of the final four, we've got Tony the Tiger. Versus Cap'n Crunch. Yes. Now, is Tony the Tiger as strong when he's not eating the cereal? Cap'n Crunch doesn't need the cereal to be strong. No, no. Cap- Captain Crunch is more of a vigilant defender. He's constantly mm-hmm. uh, traveling around the, the seven seas. He's finding the Soggies wherever they are and defeating them. He He's also uh, very violent. I mean, he's basically trying to destroy these creatures. Yeah. They're his Moby Dick. Oh, wait. Were you saying violence was a bad thing? <laughs> I'm, I'm undecided. Sometimes I like it. <laughs> sometimes I don't. There is some – like I feel like Tony the Tiger is sort of like your uncle, right? There are two uncles. Yeah. How about this? One is the cool uncle 
who shows up every once in a while and just sort of takes care of business. Probably was in the military. Mm-hmm. But that's Captain Crunch, right? And then Tony the Tiger is the uncle who is like a brother or the uncle who's like a second father. He takes you to all your games. He's always there to help out. He's there to talk to. Uh, so the question is, would you rather pick the cool uncle or the uncle who who's always supportive and kind and, and in your corner? I don't know if I would agree with that. I don't know if I would agree with that setup, though, because Tony the Tiger is like the cool uncle who can do miraculous things on a ball field. That's but he lives in the human world. So he so when you're with Tony the Tiger, it's it's the difference between would you like to hang out with your favorite cool uncle or would you like to hang out with. A sailor on a ship in a sea of milk fighting against the soggies for, uh, for the very soul of a breakfast cereal. Do you want that imaginative takeaway? That's what that it's not a battle between militarism and friendliness. Okay. It's a battle between the Darwinism of real world youth athletics and the fantasy world of a captain who's defending you from the soggies. Well, hold and on you're helping second. defend. Let's let's not say it's that that's the real world when a tiger is catching touchdown passes and kicking field goals. Look, all I'm saying is one of those teams had to lose that day, and the team that lost was probably a little PO'd that uh it was a giant anthropomorphic animated tiger is that this, did all the work for the team. Is this like the kid from the Little League uh World Series a couple of years ago who was like clearly fifty? <laughs> They're like, hold on. I don't know if that's a, they're like, hey, is that a, is that a tiger on that other little league team? It's kind of unfair. <laughs> First of all, very unsafe to have a tiger out on the field. The second of all, very uncool that this tiger who's real good at sports and is giving all the kids sugar cereal is allowed to compete against my team. Tim already has problems as it is. He's in counseling. We finally have him in a good place. Clearly that tiger is also a full on adult. I mean, he sounds like the guy from the Grinch. <laughs> that is the other oh the voice can we talk about the voice of these characters the voice of tony the tiger is uh, these characters all have some of the greatest voice acting work ever given to animated characters yes people like uh dawes butler and the great thorough ravenscroft who is the voice of tony the tiger and also uh our friend and uh two two or three time thrilling adventure hour guest billy west is the voice of buzz b or was. Get out of here. Is he really? He was, he was, uh, when we were children. I don't know if he's continued to do it or if he stepped down, but I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time. So, so th- that's part of it. That, that, uh, that throw Ravenscroft voice, that they're great is well done. so fantastic. Thank you. I will say that this is kind of sad when, when he passed away. I mm-hmm. I got to audition to replace Tony the Tiger, and <laughs> on the one hand, I was very excited because that. But w- wait, were you auditioning? Were you auditioning for Kellogg's, or was it like were like you like auditioning for his family? <laughs> no, it was really like submit. They're like, look, if you can do the voice, you can come live here as our patriarch. No, I got I got an email. It was like, hey, can you submit this right away? It's really urgent. And in doing it, it was really exciting because how cool would it be to be the voice of Tony the Tiger? But I was overwhelmed doing it with with this incredible sadness because Tony the Tiger – in my mind, Tony the Tiger had passed away. 
and that voice had passed away. And that, that to me was a bigger loss than if somebody was like, Hey, can you do Captain Crunch's voice for us? Like that didn't, that's, that doesn't leave as big of a hole in my heart as Tony the Tiger. Although I love them both. Like it's hard. I, and I'm not, I, 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 I don't know that I'm a hundred percent made up my mind, but, but I know to me, I feel a stronger connection to Tony the Tiger and I can't really defend it with any mm-hmm. uh, sort of, uh, fanciful speech or reasoning other than to say, like, I-, I knew in that moment how much it had impacted me. And I, I think they've cycled through a few Captain Crunches, um, over the years. And I've never, it's never been like, oh, I identify it with this guy. And with Tony the well, Tiger, I did. Okay, well, I don't know then, in that case, if it is your personal story and your connection to Tony the Tiger, if it is our mutual respect for the great voiceover artists, if it is the fact that everybody that I told today that this was going to be the topic tonight when we did this episode said, oh, Tony the Tiger, Um, I don't know which of those reasons it is, but... uh, are you comfortable moving Tony the Tiger on to the final two? I think I am. I hate that he has to do it at the expense of of Captain Crunch. Who look? There've got to be there've got to be some uh, some casualties. Yeah, I think um, I think uh, we we say see you later to to the good captain and send him sailing off into Milky Infinity. All right. So now we are down. <laughs> By the way, uh, Milky Infinity is my next tattoo. Um, <laughs> just across my knuckles. Of course. Like you can, I can fit them on all my knuckles because, you know, eyes are not that big. Um, <laughs> all right. The championship game is about to begin. Tony the Tiger versus Buzz B. How? What say you? I say for me, oh, they're both really good in, in different ways. On the one hand, yes, Busby is a rapper. On the other hand, Tony the Tiger, uh, performs superhuman, even though he's not a human, feats of athleticism and strength and encourages kids to do everything they can. At the end of the day, though, both of these creatures are peddling junk food. On the youth of America. But they're both doing it nobly. Exactly. Look, they, they're doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. We all agree to that. And they're also, they've, they're giving some good examples. Uh, like what? Well, like, you know, get outside and play. Oh, that's true. Yeah, go outside yeah. and play. And when you can't or play. Or go anymore, outside and pollinate, <laughs> respectively. <laughs> that's right. Play until you can't play anymore and then come inside, shovel down a bowl of frosted flakes and then run around that yard until you fall asleep under a tree. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy work real hard, and they just need some time to themselves. So what what do you think? Here's what I think. I think you and I have said uh, over and over again the virtues of all of the – of both of these characters going on down the line. This is now the fourth round that these particular mascots have been in. They have been dissected and in a bloody battle. So we know everything we're going to know about these two. Why don't we see where we are? Why don't – I will count and then we will simultaneously say who we think the winner is. Right. If there is a difference, then we will hash it out. 
Sounds good. Um, so I will, I will count to, uh, 12 and then we will say it. What? Well, I wanted to build up the suspense. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight. Hal? Go ahead, please. Nine, ten, <laughs> eleven. Oh, God. Twelve. Tony, Tony the, the Tiger. Tiger. People of the world. <laughs> there is no more Saturday morning children's television. Not like there used to be. But wherever children are exposed to programming, they're exposed to advertising just for them. They'll see, they'll see so many mascots come before them. And only one of those mascots peddling poisonous sugar cereal can be the best. And that mascot would maul and destroy every single one of these other mascots. Why do you think Sugar Bear became Booberry? Tony the Tiger. <laughs> not not even with his claws and his teeth. He hit him with a foul ball during batting practice. It's a terrible accident. <laughs> but still, Tony the Tiger inspires us all to be better people, to reach greater heights, to imagine things that we didn't think were possible, and then to achieve those goals. And all you have to do to achieve those goals is to eat Frosted Flake cereal. And that is why the best cereal mascot, hands down, paws up, is Tony the Tiger, asked and answered. But, Hal, there are many, many questions that have not been answered, that have been asked but have not been answered. True. What are we going to do about that? I guess we're going to deal with them one at a time, Mark. With a bowl of Frosted Flakes by our side. Well, the best way to do that is for you to keep sending us your suggestions. Reach out to us on Twitter at WeGotThisTweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There's a conversation happening right now. Yes, or go to Facebook.com forward slash WeGotThisPodcast. That's where this one came from, so you could be next. Or email us at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, as always, to Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and our song, respectively. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and our QA engineer Jen Alba making her premiere in the end credits of this episode. Mark, did you know we have a QA engineer? No. What's QA? It's quality assurance. What Ooh. that means is I edit the episode and then Ken mixes and masters it. And then I, I get it delivered early. And before I upload it, I share it with Jen, who uh, is, is in the desk across from me at work. And she listens to the episode and lets me know if there's anything I missed. Very cool. You're doing the Lord's work, Jen. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jen. Speak your name. And of course, as always, thank you to you, our listeners. Um, you have given us so much joy in these chances to sit and talk about the things that are most important in this world. Uh, so thank you for that. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.